0: Recorded live. Hello and welcome to Strange Talk with Doc. This is your host, Doc. I can be reached here usually every Monday and Friday, 12 noon at 724-444-7444. Call ID number is 145048. Sorry about that. Um, But I've been doing uh, this podcast now and another podcast called Our World since December of 2016. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a hiatus for at least a month uh, because these stories and things that I talk about, some of them like barnacles, they attach themselves to you, and it's just too many stories of tragedy, and I want to be able to recharge myself, refresh my brain, not think so much about Uh, having things to talk about, even though some of them is fun. I mean, as I tell you before I start every show, this is not a political show. It's not a news show. It's not a sports show. It's not a politics show. It's not a show that's going to open up that third eye of yours that's on you. I don't pretend to be a guru or some kind of teacher that's going to teach you some knowledge that you don't have. All I do is talk on subjects that are going on in the general public from my vantage point. That's all I do. You could check out some older shows, especially since I will be on break, at least two after the 4th of July of 2018, on YouTube, iTunes, Podcast.com, Talkshow, and VeeMo. And today we're going to kind of basically talk about we have entered into the brand-new Crazy talk, phase of life. Not for me, has nothing to do with strange talk. I'm just saying in general, we are in a crazy talk time. This weekend, we had the NBA conference final. The Warriors took the lead over the Rockets two games to one in a ridiculously 41-point blowout. Uh, I don't see how people are still backing the Rockets on this. I think this series is over, and I think with Kerry Awake, it is definitely over. Cleveland is now down two games to one to the Celtics. Game four is humongous. This one is still up in the air. If the Cavs can actually show up back-to-back at home and build some momentum heading into Boston for game five, Then I give them a chance to win the series. But if Boston hangs in there tight and maintains, even if they lose game four, but they lose four points, last second shot, being young, they could take the momentum back into Boston. And since they will have two games to one in Boston, the odds favor the Celtics, even though there's a beast on the Cavaliers named LeBron James. But he does need help. Batman is there. He needs his robins. If his robin shows up, he's fine. The UFC had a fight night card this weekend. And I'm going to say it was only all right. I mean, this was a card that if you really basically had nothing else to do, and I guess I'm snitching on myself. At the particular time, I had nothing else to do, no other shows to watch. So I watched Kumar Yuzman win a five-round unanimous decision over Damian Meyer, who just, he's 40, and he's at that point in life where the 40-year-old has now hit him. There were a couple of times where he just laid on a mat, turtled, and, and, and invited Usman to come down, and Usman is smart enough to know you don't go down on the ground with an anaconda. So it was a, not a very spectacular fight. And for Usman to be calling out Tyrone Woodley afterwards kind of didn't make sense. I think Woodley would beat him at this point. Uh, there were a couple of knockouts. Chad LaPresci got knocked out by Vincente Luga. Uh, Polana Botella, she TK'd old Sori Kondo with a liver kick. That was pretty awesome. Very fast. First round, boom, boom, boom. Liver kick basically over. I thought the female referee stepped in a little late. I thought that Suri did not have to take two or three more blows to the face like she did. Uh, good thing no real damage was done. Because liver kick basically uh, puts your body in a disabled situation where you lock up. You can't defend yourself. Your body's looking for a place to fall. Uh, Dominique Riz. Knocked out uh, Jarrett Kanye in the first round, and Gabriel Benitez knocked out Humberto Bandele. So it was it was some quick knockouts. There were some decisions. It was one of those throwaway cards from Chile. Uh, I thought the people of Chile deserved maybe a better card, but. You know, I think that they're, they're working their way up. as uh, They were heavily promoting UFC 25 is coming up in November. I believe they go to uh, England soon. So, you know, UFC has these hits and misses from time to time. And what you going to do? If you're a UFC fan, you might not even care about a down card here or there. I do because it's basically no fun to watch a bad card. We had a black man assaulted for wearing a Make America Great hat again. And no matter what I think or feel about Donald Trump and this MAGA thing, nobody has the right to lay hands on another human being for a tire that is actually not offensive. Now, you're reading other things into it to make it offensive. But the term make America great is what we should all strive for. If you are an American, you want this country to be the best that it possibly be can be. You want to add your part to the mix of making this melting pot a better place. And that's respecting your neighbor, working as hard as you can, always bringing your A game, no matter what you do. I don't care if you coach, you volunteer, you help sweep yards, you you, you visit people in hospitals. Your a game is what makes us great. Uh, and I don't think just because a person might be looking for a confrontation that you always have to give them that confrontation because it really makes no sense to now get yourself in a position where you might get a criminal record for assault because you laid hands on somebody just because you didn't like that they had a hat on. He's not cussing you. He's not laying his hands on you, so you have no reason to defend yourself, so you really have no reason to attack a person. You don't even have the right to knock said hat off head. That's on him. He's got to look in the mirror. He's got to answer to himself deep down inside about what he feels because we know that wearing the red Make America Great hat is not about the term Make America great. It's a deeper meaning, but this is a person who has to live with it, and it has nothing to do with you. Now, I said I wanted to talk about the brand-new crazy talk, and the brand-new crazy talk revolves around this 17-year-old kid from Santa Fe, the Santa Fe shooter, Demetrios Pagarudis, and I'm saying that the best that I can possibly say, Pag or root test. That first, we couldn't call him mentally ill because there's no history. Two, we couldn't blame him for his family saying that he left hints and clues. But now we've reached a point where some media outlets are almost trying to make him not only is he the horrible, evil, bad guy, but he is now also the decent guy because he never hurt anybody who he liked, this is where we've come to. uh, And a part of the lunacy is bullying. Bullying is not an excuse for shooting 20 people. There's a lot of things that you could do if you're being bullied. Shooting and killing 10 to 11 people, injuring others, horrifying hundreds if not thousands Changing lives, changing a whole out a uh, community over being bullied, being told you stink, your clothes are dirty, you're not fly uh you you know you don't bathe enough, you live in a trailer park that is not a valid excuse actually, there is no valid excuse that I can see of unless you've been attacked by some kind of crazy gang that's all in one location and they've done things to you, and you now are going on a military rampage against this compound, there's never a reason to shoot up 20 people. So I don't like this new narrative that he spared the lives of the people. Thankfully, that's what happened. But don't make him even into a little bit of a hero because of something like this. It makes no sense. We had a former playmate, Stephanie Adams, a centrefold African American chick. It's not a lot of those, I don't think. I I never really dealt with Playboy much. It's you know, Playboy might as well just be Sports Illustrated Negative Edition. Chicks too skinny. It's not my thing. But that's neither here nor there. Stephanie Adams, she jumps to her death from a building in Manhattan. And it's not so much that Stephanie did this. And I never understand. I talked about this on my last show, that we never give up faith. But your faith is supposed to be stronger than your circumstances. Even if you get your ass kicked, the doctors told you you're sick, you hold on the faith. Die faithfully. Die with hope. You never have to give up. Go out of this world screaming, kicking, and fighting. Don't roll over for nothing or nobody. It'll do your spirit good. You don't know the strength. Maybe you can't save yourself, but you can save others. But Miss Stephanie, she jumps off this building. But she does it, and she takes her seven year old son with her. And not only is that a crying shame, and I'll never be able to understand that kind of mentality that she didn't have any hope for him. She didn't have hope to leave him with his father, his grandparents, his aunties, his uncles, and wish that he would have a better life than say she had, that things would be bright for him. And we're talking about hopeless. This is hopeless. But when people also commit suicides like these, they put total strangers in jeopardy. There are people on the ground who have nothing to do. With anything that happened to you, is somebody walking to lunch, somebody going to pick up the paper, a bagel, somebody just going from an office to office. They could be a slub. I mean, it could be somebody just graduating from college. You jump out of a building. You land on this person. You either make them a paraplegic or you kill them. And not only one, but now you have two bodies, and I'm sure she didn't hold on to her son to the ground. Because I think there's something about having no ground under your feet from 25 stories kind of snaps you out of whatever issues you were having, but now it's too late. The reality of the situation hits you as you're falling, and there's no help. There's no hope. There's nothing to hold on. You're not Spider-Man. You're not Batman. You're not going to be able to swing into the building. It is over. It is over. And maybe that thought passed her mind about what she did, not only to her son, whatever legacy she had, how she hurt the people that loved her. I'm sure, and I hope that there were people that loved her. And I I, I wish them well, I mean, because this is a a situation that is devastating. But when you have to hurt yourself, you never have to hurt somebody else. And the last resort should ever be to bring harm to your Self, Because if you can harm yourself and you can harm your child, basically you can harm anybody that's walking on this planet. <coughs> so the Santa, Santa Fe students claims the coaches emotionally bullied the suspected shooter Demetrius. And you know what? I've said that before and I'll say it again. Emotionally bullied or not. These were, If this was staff members, and listen, I played football in high school. Coaches are not easy on you. They're going to find things about you, and those are the things that they're going to attack to motivate you in whatever direction that they feel they need to motivate you. If it's they think you're weak on the bench press, they'll call you noodle arms. Uh, they'll call you lazy if your time's not right. So what? He could have went to a parent. He could have went to administration. And maybe had the coach removed. This is crazy talk again because this is just not a legitimate excuse, and I really don't like it. Well, Harry and Meghan got uh, married this weekend, and now there's a Duke and Duchess of Sussex. And me personally, I wish them the best, but I really don't care about their wedding no more than any other wedding from Joe and Smo anywhere on this entire planet. I did not wrap my day around that. I was mad that all the news stations down here that normally would have local news, I couldn't even find them. I had to go to, like, the public access news channel. It seemed like America's obsessed with the Royals. It had to be on no less than 20... The 50 television stables, stations on cable, which I found highly ridiculous. Like I said, I wish them nothing but happiness like I would wish any couple that is getting married. Matter of fact, I'm coming up on my 22nd wedding anniversary on the 26th of this month. So I wish nothing but success to any couple that's taking that leap. I hope you picked the right person. I hope that that person picked the right you. And that y'all can build together, be happy together, be best of friends, be a team, share with each other, love each other, be good to each other, you know? Now, there's this one thing that I really don't like, and it fits into the crazy. We do this thing, especially on social media. We just a position when it comes to racial issues. We'll, okay meaning if you don't get what I'm saying, you take a picture of, say, a white criminal and you take a picture of a black criminal and then you say, let's compare what didn't go right in one and what went wrong in the other. And you have to realize that if you use either one of those as your argument, you're coming from a total racial standpoint and it's not a cool thing. Just because you're trying to flip it doesn't mean that it's not based in racism. And you can be racist no matter what nationality you are. If your agenda is to down the one, to raise another, when we're supposed to be, I believe, in my heart of heart, we're supposed to be lifting up mankind. Mankind has no nationality. He has no country. He has no sexuality. He has no... Race. I am for mankind. I am for right over wrong, not sometimes, but all the time. I'm gonna die with that thought in my mind. I'd rather be for right than wrong. I watched uh, uh, a uh, what do you call it? A uh, documentary, six part documentary called America in Color. What they did was they colorized old film clips. Dating back to the 1920s. And this has been fantastic. There's some things that I learned about this country. Uh, As you know, and I know if you're being realist, this country has a lot of negative to mix in with a lot of positive. And, I mean, I didn't even know that there was a time that the United States government turned tanks, tanks on its own citizens. There was another time where the President of the United States forced Men to go back to work. I didn't even think that was a legal thing in this country. Gunpoint force unions to go back to work. Uh, you're going to get paid, and you're going to get paid the same salary you've been getting paid, but you're not allowed to pick it, and by gun force, we are going to force you to go back to work. Now, most of us have heard of the uh, Little Rock Nine. But I didn't know that this governor of uh, Arkansas had defied the uh, federal uh, bill to the point we actually closed down all the high schools in Arkansas for over almost a two-year period, just so that he wouldn't be able to allow black kids to go to school with white kids. And I always wondered what now that I know this. What happened to those kids during this two-year period? Did they just get passed along? Meaning the white kids, did they just get passed along? Or were they held back and then now they are forced to start their lives because they were punished also? It's not a situation where it was victimless crimes. I mean, it's bad enough that these nine black children had to be escorted day in and day out by military, armed military Security, but that's the reality of this country, and we have to be honest. So, Trump's really up in arms about Amazon and Bezo getting a break from the United States Post Office, and he wants them to double Amazon shipping rates. I'm not going to sit here and lie and tell you that I know anything about what Amazon pays for shipping. All I know is that Amazon does a massive amount of business. Could you imagine if Amazon took all their money from the United States Postal Service and gave it to UPS? It would basically bury the United States Postal Service. So, you know what, Trump? Man, sometimes you just step on toes and you just think and you're always in your feelings. Maybe he just doesn't like Bezos. And, and and more than likely, that's what it is. But you know what? There's a way to sit down and say, Okay, Amazon, you're making a your $100 billion corporation. You pay your fair share without putting everything on blast. Everything doesn't have to be a Twitter blast. Because let's not forget, your last Twitter blast, Mr. President, you called your wife Melanie. I mean, this is his wife coming out of a hospital. I cannot imagine calling my wife by the wrong name. And let's just hope... That when she returned to the White House, whoever Melody was, Melody had time to pack her stuff and actually get out of the White House before Melania showed up. I mean, I don't know how much more disrespect Melania is supposed to take from this man, but you know what? Sometimes you get what you signed up for, right? And it's what she signed up for, and it's her issue. She just wanted to be the rich wife of some old billionaire and move on. I'm sure she didn't think 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue was a part of the deal. Now, I will say, I also watched another show. I finished up. I got caught up in the hype. We, sometimes we follow these reviews online, and they don't make sense, and you go against your better judgment. You say, okay, let me watch. So, oh, man, this last episode of Gotham is going to be It's so hot. you got to see it. Man, I watched this last episode of Gotham, and Gotham last episode was so bad that I already said that I was bailing on the season, much like I bailed on uh, Empire at the beginning of this year. I will not be coming back for next year's Gotham. It's just too much, too much, too much. They kill a bunch of people who I know that they're going to all resurrect by the first or second episode of next season, and I'm just not with it, and I don't care. So Lieutenant Colonel, retired Lieutenant Colonel, Ali North, we all know him, Iran-Contra Ali North, he goes on Fox News Sunday, and he says the predators of school violence is basically because these kids have been drugged out on Ritalin since they've been in kindergarten, when did Lieutenant Colonel Ali North become a doctor, a medical doctor, who has the personal files of each and every one of these kids? There are a lot of things to blame, but the fact is not all of these kids were on some kind of psychotropic drug, that all these kids even had mental, diagnosed mental issues. So, I don't you know what, sometimes I guess to appease his NRA people to take the focus off of guns, he would say anything. He would say you know, oh, they watch too much violent cartoons, they spend too much time playing violent video games. The movies are too violent. Place the blame anywhere but in the hands of the man with the gun. Because you know what, let's be honest, a lot of these guns have been legal Quite a few, most of them have been legal. And most of them have been guns that have been the guns owned by the parent of the shooter. And I'm saying the male parent of the shooter. These kids are having access to these safes. These fathers make it a sense of pride to share this activity with young teenagers. You know, where I come from, Brooklyn, it's not normal for a 14 year old to be shooting guns because it just goes against state laws. So there's not a lot of places that you can go shoot with your 14 year old. You know, I understand there's a lot of Southern Midwestern rural areas where this is common every day, you know, as common as getting your driver's license at 16. But this is where a bit of the blame has to be placed. Uh, the responsibility the onus falls on, talk to me about if you have any problems. If you see that your child has any mental issues, that you get them addressed ASAP. There's no pass goal. There's no collect $200. This is a, let's get this issue worked on today. Do I have my child's best, and is is my child's, the best interest of my child is that, paramount to me or is something else more important so if your child is showing exhibiting has social media that's antisocial uh, demonstrates violence tendencies towards others killing small animals you work on that this is not the kid that you take shooting this is a kid you get help so Ali this Every child's on. Every child's not on Ritalin. There's a lot, tons of children, who for whatever reason they're perfectly fine Monday and Tuesday, and by Thursday they snap. But the people closest to them have to pay more attention. If we ever just put our tablets, our cell phones, our laptops, and turn the TV off for five minutes and talk to each other as a family, we'll know more what's going on in our own households. Because you can't have surprises like this. Like the father said, totally caught him off guard, Mr. Demetrius. I mean, you can't have that. You've got to have some kind of, your eyes got to be open to some point in time about what's going on in your own household. I mean, it, that's just the reality of the situation. It looks like somebody called in, and I don't, I don't know who it is. Who we got? And now, Houston. We have a police officer telling a woman to put her hands up and pretend like we're going to shoot you. This is insanity. Now, what's going to make it even more crazy talk than what it already is, is the fact that this woman, not this woman, but this police officer will probably get completely exonerated, be told by uh, we will be told by the chief that this person did nothing, said nothing wrong. I mean, I don't. The threat of I will shoot you for a simple traffic stop makes no sense. We have got. When are the powers that be going to step in and say citizens of the United States of America are not subject? to judge, jury, and executioner in the streets of America for the lightest infractions. For the lightest of infractions, we have got to fix that. And I don't care if it's Trump, Pence, who it is. Some people who sit in high positions that this does not upset anybody shows a lack of care for the children of America. And what is it going to take? See, remember earlier I said just a position with race. Is it going to take 15 young white men killed by cops in this manner so that you care about what happens to Shaquan? Because if you are a white person and you listen to my voice, this shit upsets you too. And if it does not upset you, then you don't even look at others as your fellow brother and sister Americans, then you are a part of the problem. Yes, you, you are a part of the problem. And that's the only way we fix this. We're in this together. We have to look out for each other. And when this injustice is done to one, we have to look at it as injustice is done to all of us. Injustice has been done to all of us. Now, this is Doc, and this has been Strange Talk with Doc. And you can reach me here Monday and Fridays at 724-444-7444. Caller ID number is 145048. I am going to be taking a hiatus. I won't be back after the 4th of July of 2018. I hope that you have a great Memorial Day. I hope you have a uh, great 4th of July. Hope the weather's beautiful for you. You can get out there, golf, picnic with your family, enjoy your vacation if that's what you need. Because I know I need to recharge and reset my batteries, and that's what I'm gonna do. But I left you over 130, 40 shows on YouTube, iTunes, Podcast.com, and TalkShoe. You can some of them are full shows, some of them are over hour, some a half an hour. Some are just six- or seven-minute clips where I took some juicy minutes out. If you want to give them a try, please comment, like, share, subscribe. If you have a comment for me, don't be ashamed. Put it in there. I'll listen to you. I'm not going to fight you about your opinion about what you feel. You're entitled, and I will listen. Maybe I will learn something from it. And once again, this is Doc, and I hope you the best. I'll be talking to you again soon. I am not giving up my podcast. I'm just recharging, refocusing, and getting my head together and separating myself from some of the minutia and some of the things that these stories, like I said, like barnacles, they attach themselves to your spirit, your mind, and your soul, and I need a break. And I'm going to tell you like I tell you each and every time, no matter what is going on in this entire world, I'm just going to say peace, people.